Hello world, I'm John Laws. What's on your mind, Australia? I'd like to know, so give us a call and tell us. one three hundred five six four six five two is the telephone number that you dial if you'd like to give us a call. Uh, you can send a text message if you'd like to, 0458-049-209. 0458-049-209. Monday morning, 26th day of April. A little useless information to start the morning. Placebos work better if they are described to patients as expensive. Funny, isn't it, the way the human mind works? You're told something's expensive, you think it's going to work better? Anyway, apparently that's the story. I see that today's show host Richard Wilkins broke down live on air as he spoke uh, fairly emotionally about his family's links to the armed forces on Anzac Day. Dickie, mate, it was 116 years ago. Anyway, he was on weekend today on Sunday. He shed tears as he shared photographs of his his father and grandfather who both served for, for New Zealand. Why he'd want to show photographs, why he would think that anybody would be interested in photographs of his father and his grandfather, I don't know. Anyway, he uh, I like Richard. Yeah, I get on fine with him. But I think it was a funny thing to do. He's now 66 years old. Time to grow up, mate. Uh, we've got to shed tears about everything. Is this some kind of weird new trend? I don't know. Could I sleep last night? No way. I don't know why. Just could you have nights like that where you just can't sleep. And that was one of those nights, so I'm, I'll be a walkover today. If you want to abuse me, today's the day. No spirit today, so get into it. Uh, here's a note, a, a text message. John Anzac Day, Gallipoli was 106 years ago, not 116. John on the Gold Coast, you're quite right. That was the fall to the Mother Superior. She is allowed one fall a week, so obviously she decided to get in early on that one, didn't she? Give us a call. Tell us what is on your mind. One three hundred five six four six five two. Well, it's Michael on the line. Michael, good morning. Good morning, John. It's been a while since I spoke to you. Has it? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a bit of a depressing time, but anyway. Who's depressed? Sorry. You say it's been a depressing time. Who's depressed? I'm not. Well, no, you're not because you're doing okay. So you're not. A lot of people aren't. Depressing time for a lot of places. Anyway, yeah. how, how do you know I'm doing okay? Well, uh, you're not living in a caravan on somebody else's property, are you? No, but I've just had five weeks off uh, because I was unwell. Well, John, how old are you now? That's none of your business. Okay, well, you know, when you get to a certain... I've got a mate who's 80 years old. He's constantly a doctor. That's just what happens. That's age. Can't well, the- have you rung to lecture me or to have a conversation about something? Let's- well, you went off on a tangent with me. So, 
So the global, the global warming... It's my, listen, it's my program, Michael. I'll go off on any tangent I'd like. Okay. So the Global Warming Climate Summit is on over there. That's right. The, so That's right. The, the good old President uh, Biden has invited 40 world leaders uh, to, uh, to talk about climate change. So that, that was happening last night, I think. Uh-huh. So all the cult member conspiracy theory nut jobs are all over there telling us about how the planet's getting warmer. I see. Well, that's what you think. No, no, that's that's what they are. I mean, you don't say that the planet's getting warmer. It would have cut down carbon dioxide when we're going into a grand solar minima and temperatures are going to drop. I see. Well, that's your belief. That's okay. No, no, but no, you, no. But that, but you don't have any... Uh, you don't have any knowledge of that. You don't have any documented uh, facts to back that up. You just say things. Go and read the Encyclopedia Britannica. Why? Go and read what, why? thousands and thousands. Why? Who the hell wrote the Encyclopedia Britannica? You see, this is where you play the script. It is geological scientific fact that we have solar minimums every two and four hundred years. Uh, that's a scientific fact? The more to minimum, you, you, I know you're not allowed to talk about it, OK? Who said you're not allowed to talk about it? You obviously don't want to talk about it. You say, oh, you don't know anything. It's scientific. I didn't say you don't know anything. You know a lot just happens to be wrong. <laughs> God, you're funny. People, audience, forget about John Laws. Go and look up the Dalton Minima, the Mortar Minima, the mini ice age of the 1600s, when the sun goes into goes into a low sunspot activity, temperatures drop. Okay, so you know more than all the scientists in the world, Michael. You're a remarkable man. You're not listening. That is the scientists in the world. And I tell you, we've gone into a solar minima. Temperatures are going to drop. Uh, do, do, you know, do you know the definition of boring? Yeah, you. No, you. Michael, you're a pain in the ass. You really are. You ring up and talk about stuff you have very little knowledge of and you make it sound as though you have immense knowledge of it and you don't. You're a dill. And apart from that, half the people listening to the program don't have the vaguest idea what you're talking about. Hey, Sean, this is a bit cruel. I'm surprised that Dickie Wilkins can cry with all the work he's had done. Has he had... Things done to his face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How, uh, tell me, how do you know that, Sean? I don't know. I know him, you know, to say good day to him. I like him too. He's all right. He's a nice fellow. But I don't know whether he's had... Uh, you're, you're saying he's had a facelift or plastic surgery or something done to his face. I don't know. Maybe he's listening. Richard, have you had work done to your face? I mean, it's okay if you have. You can confess if you have. Some, I, I should have, I haven't, but I should have. About 80 years ago, I should have. <laughs> Things don't improve. What, uh, what part did that Lee Majors play, the $6 million man? Was that Lee Majors? Do you know how old he is? He's 82, Lee Majors. So that probably only makes him worth about $3 million now. Who did he marry? He married a pretty woman. Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, Farrah Fawcett or, or the other one that got out of the water? Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett, are you sure? Yes. Who was the one who walked out of the water looking... Bo Derrick, didn't he marry Bo Derrick? Yeah. Well, do you mind going to your Encyclopedia Britannica and 
and checking on it. Thank you. Angels love bad men. That's why I called my cat Angel. Dear, dear Angel gone to the big kitty litter in the sky. Poor little thing. All right, tell me what's on your mind. Uh, Nigel, are you there? Hey, mate, how you going? I'm all right, Nigel. Why have you called? Mate, what's, what's the go of this domestic violence stuff? Why don't these blokes get put into jail with the big boys to get sorted out? Well, I don't know why they don't, but they should. I, yeah. reckon they should be, I don't reckon they should be put hidden away. I reckon they should be put in the big boys so the big boys can sort them out. Yeah, well, you know, that's a bit rash, but I know what you mean. I think we're all a bit weary of the fact that they seem to be treated with uh, with kid gloves. And uh, apart from that, you've got to follow the law of the land, Nigel. You just can't go around beating people up because you think they deserve to be beaten up. No, not, I don't say that. But if they're going to, you know, if you hit a woman, I believe you should be put in jail and beaten up. Oh, that's silly. We've got a law of this land, Nigel. That's ridiculous. You can't take the law into your own hands. Grow up. How old are you? 37. Okay, well, you ought to grow up in a hurry. That's a bloody stupid thing to say. We can't have vigilantes going around taking the law into their own hands. So go away quietly into a corner, Nigel, and grow up, my dear friend. Ted Neovic, is that how you pronounce your name? N-A-J-O-V-I-C, Neovic, I guess is how you say it. Dear John, with the greatest respect, what vaccine did you receive? I bet not AstraZeneca. Mm-hmm. Not AstraZeneca? Well, why do you say you bet not AstraZeneca? It was AstraZeneca. So, uh, smart-ass Ted, you're wrong there. Dear, dear, dear. Tell us the truth. Was your recent sickness related to the vaccine? Why do you say tell us the truth? I do tell the truth. Answer in one word, no. I don't like you, Ted. So I don't like you. You should send me an email now and apologise for your suggestion. Uh, I had the vaccine two weeks ago after I'd been released from hospital. I was sick five weeks before the vaccine. So people like you, Ted, you just want to think the bad side of everything. You know, get yourself a nice life. They're much easier to deal with. Yeah, I can't believe that Broken Hill doesn't have an RSL club. Beg your pardon? Well, I wasn't talking to you, actually. Why, why are you interrupting? Would you, would you please not talk while I'm interrupting? There is an RSL club at Broken Hill. It says here there is one. I don't know. We're not at Broken Hill, so, I, you know, it's, it's not kind of that important. One three hundred five six four six five two. our telephone number. Charlie, are you there? Yes, yes, John. I wanted to talk about, I, I think it's, oh, it, it is against the law that they're closing down bank branches all over Australia. You know, they're closing uh, Commonwealth. Westpac's going to close 48 branches. Yeah, I know, but it's wrong because there's, there's a lot of people that want to talk to people face to face. I don't want to talk to a person over the phone. When was the last time you went into a bank, Charlie? And another thing too, um, superannuation is on the on the same level as um, the uh, the bank branches. They 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 
you know, Paul Keating put everybody on um, superannuation, and then they they. You know, you only have a phone number. You can't go and talk to somebody. You can talk over the phone, I know that, but it's not the same as being in a physical face-to-face. Well, I, times change. I mean, you've just got to accept the fact that times have changed, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but John, I, I just want to say that I reckon that if a, a um, company started up and said, right, yeah, we're going to do superannuation, the bank... Uh, and and that type of thing, and and they talk to you face to face. Face to face was the way it used to be, you know. You know no, what I no, mean? Because, but no, but times have changed, Charlie. You've got to understand that. Well, it's a, it, well then it's a really, 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 really sad world. But you, you no, why? No, I mean, no, you no. Can, you can't talk to the bank manager about your super. You can only go to a superannuation accredited person to talk about your superannuation. You can't even... Say, I want to put my superannuation into the Westpac Bank, right? Yeah. Now, th- th- now I should be able to talk to a person down there. They say to me, um, you know, you know, wh- what do you want to do? And, and I say, I've got this much money. I want to, you know, and, and that type of thing. I, look, John, I reckon if you took a... a, a, t- a a poll, a poll on who 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 believes that face to face is a good thing. I reckon there'd be a, a lot of people out there that would agree with me. Yeah, and I would reckon that the majority of them would be over the age of sixty. You reckon? Yep, I do reckon. Oh, well, well, that, that, that that's I'm an I'm 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 an old dart. I, I I would prefer to talk face to face. I understand that. I mean, even if they, uh, well, the problem is, they, or let's say, let's say they they went to the, um, um, they say every so often you go down and we've got to, ha- they send you out a, a, um, a um, Charlie. Yep. Goodbye. Okay. Charlie's a well-meaning person, but Charlie ought to get some notes for himself and uh, put them all together before he makes the telephone call because he does ramble a little bit. Did I tell you it was Jack Nicholson's birthday? It was yesterday. Yesterday. God, time goes quickly. It's still his birthday today. He's celebrating because he's on the other side of the world. So he's still celebrating. Uh, Barbara Streisand's having a birthday too. She's 79, Barbara Streisand. In a recent interview, she said she looks in the mirror and sees an ugly old woman. Well, eyesight's okay. one three hundred five six four six five two. if you would like to give us a call and tell us what's like. She could sing. Okay, who have we got? Mick, are you there? Hello, young fella. <laughs> Mudgy Mick, what are you up to, son? Oh, mate, I've had a dreadful bout of depression, mate. I thought you were gone. I thought, oh, no, what am I going to do, me old mate? And you're back. I'm here. You can't keep a good fella down. Hey, listen, I'll tell you what, mate, yesterday, two up day brings back all the mental pictures of young blokes pouring over the top of the trenches and, like, courage like an honest politician. I went to the two up yesterday, John. I started out champagne ham, and today I'm having Devon. Say it again, you what? I, I lost all my money yesterday, mate. What did were you gambling? Well, playing two up, mate. It's one of the, you know, it's Australian tradition. You've got to do it. I took the house money, the housekeeper, and I blew the lot. Well, that was stupid. 
Oh, well, hey, speaking of going to the pub, John, do you remember as a young fella, your old man would sit you out the back and give you a packet of chips and a fire engine and you'd be happy for the day? Hey, it was good old, good old days, weren't they? Yeah, but they're gone now. Not allowed to do that. Hey, speaking of something else now, mate, I was in Sydney two weeks ago. I thought I'd try and visit you. Obviously, I wouldn't have been able to. I'd imagine the paparazzi and everything would have staked you out, wouldn't they? They would have, yes. Oh, mate, it's a tough life being a radio star, me and you, I'll tell you what. But, John, I'll tell you, mate, you've got to help me out here. I, I spent two days in Sydney, and, mate, yet there's beautiful women down there. They wear the most beautiful coloured dresses. They're a, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. They're a dark-skinned lady. They're beautiful ladies, these lovely coloured floral dresses. But, John, they had like a... I don't know, mate. I don't know whether it was a red stone or whether they'd been daubed on the forehead with a bingo marker. They got a red dot. What, what's that mean? I have no idea. I have no idea. I've, I've seen it, but I haven't seen a lot of it. I, I just... I, mate, they're beautiful, the clothes they wear. And I, uh, Speaking of beautiful, now, John... Mate, we live in the luckiest country, mate. People can invent non-stick cookware, non-stick... Fr- like, you can basically cook the arse out of a frying egg and it'll still fall off the pan. Why hasn't someone come up with a non-stick toilet assembly? We're not going to talk about toilets. We never do. Yeah, Mick, you can be funny, but sometimes you go a bit far. Yeah, you know, I don't like crude talk. Uh, yeah, I don't mind a bit of smut here and there, but I don't like crude talk. Well, it is that I must leave you now, and I do hope that you enjoy the remains of the day. I thank you for listening, and you be kind to each other. Let me-